Koppel Advisory Solutions is an SEC-registered investment advisor and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempt from registration requirements. I wish that our stock market were as honest as every casino I go into. The gambling propensity is strong in people to do mathematically unintelligent things. Welcome to Libel on Fire with Libel Sternbach, the financial independence and retirement show dedicated to helping you build the life of your dreams as fast as possible with as little stress as possible. Libel Sternbach is the author of Living with Financial Anxiety and Authenticity. Libel's advice has been featured in countless publications, including Reader's Digest, USA Today, Yahoo Finance, CNN Business, Investment News, and and Market Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Libel on Fire. And welcome to this episode of Libel on Fire. I'm Freddie Bell with Libel Sternbach, Amazon's best-selling author of Living with Financial Anxiety and Authenticity. On this episode of Libel on Fire, Libel will be talking about Roth conversions, A lot of folks are talking about Roth conversions these days, so let's get right into it. How are you, Libel? I am doing good. How are you? Unbelievable. So excited to be with you today to talk about money, and that's one of my favorite topics, of course. Yeah, mine as well. Love educating people. There's been a lot of talk about Roth conversions these days, so Libel, let's get right into it. Let's start off very basic. What is a Roth conversion, and why would I want it? So that's a really great question. So Roth conversions, right? Traditionally, when we save money for retirement, right? We, we, the, the government incentivizes us to put that money away, right? So if you think about historically how 401ks and individual retirement accounts came about, it was because back in the day, people used to work 20, 30 years for the same company. And then you get your golden watch and hopefully a pension. Right. And you'd live off of that, Um, except that, you know, companies weren't really managing their pensions properly. And so Congress came along and said, you know what, let's have people manage their own savings, their own retirement savings. And they said, well, how are we going to incentivize people in order to put away this money for retirement? So they said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to allow them to deduct the money that they save for retirement and take it off of their current income. So if you made, let's say $50,000 that year and you put away five of it for retirement, well, as far as taxes are concerned, you only earned $45,000, right? Which is great. Now you have $5,000 that's growing for retirement and you saved $5,000 worth of income on your taxes, which is awesome, except that What happens when you come into retirement and you start pulling that money out? Well, Congress says, well, we're going to tax you as if it's ordinary income, just like as if you were earning it, right? Um, So a Roth conversion comes along and says, let's pay taxes on this money now and turn that into tax-free money in retirement. Because if we had paid taxes on the money when we earned it, right? And then had uh, grown it in the stock market, we would be paying preferential rates on taxes. So a Roth conversion allows us to shift that money from savings to retirement. 
Everyone, we're talking with Libel. He's on fire. We're talking about the Roth conversions. So you're talking about the tax rates. So if I'm paying taxes as we go with the Roth conversion, what happens when I retire? What does it look like at that point? So that's a great question, right? What will our tax rates be in retirement with a a Roth conversion? Um, And will it lower our taxes? And as you probably know, um, income is the highest level of tax in the United States, right? The highest level for income taxes, you know, right now 37%. Whereas activities that we like to encourage, such as businesses, which help our economy grow, right? They have a tax rate of 21%. Um, and then we have uh, long-term investments, right? Where you're putting money into the economy to help other companies grow. Those have, you know, other uh, lower tax rates, right? Which can be anywhere from zero to 20% again. So when we look at uh, Roth conversion, what we're trying to do is get ourselves out of that income tax on all of our money when we pull it out of retirement. And ideally, we want to do it at at times when our income is lower so that we're not paying that full rate that we would during our working years. So uh, think about it as kind of picking and choosing when is the most optimal time for you to do that conversion so that you will save money in taxes. Um, and, and kind of the the, the uh, easy guide for how to decide if a Roth conversion is right for you uh, of converting that pre-tax money to after-tax money is to look at what your tax rate is now, your marginal tax rate. So how much you would pay on the last dollar you earned this year. And you're going to look at what your effective tax rate in retirement is. So what is the average amount that you're going to pay in taxes in retirement and see which one is lower. So if you're going to be lower in retirement than you are today, then it doesn't make sense to pay taxes on your money now. Wait until you pull it out in retirement, then you're at a lower tax rate. But if your tax rate in retirement is going to be higher because you've lost those deductions and those credits that we give to people in their working years, right? Uh, such as for owning a home, paying a mortgage, having children, um, you know, going to college, uh, saving for retirement. All of those things are our money that's being taken off of your tax return because we're incentivizing you to do that activity. Libel, before we get too deep into this, I'm wondering how many times can we do this? So the truth is, is that you can, you can really do it as often as you want, but you really shouldn't do it more than once a year. Um, and that's mainly so that if you decide that it's not something that you want to do, you can undo it. Um, having said that, When you do that Roth conversion, it's kind of a two-step process. You're pulling that money out, putting it into a Roth account, and then you're paying taxes on it. So you're recognizing that income at the time that you do it. So in theory, you can do it whenever you want, um, but I would recommend sticking to one time a year so that you can undo it if you need to. So what about if I'm a small business? And I know there are a lot of people who are listening today. They are small business owners. How does a Roth impact them or benefit benefit them? Yeah. So so businesses have a lot more options than individuals. Um, So anyone can do a Roth conversion. Uh, 401k is a business retirement account. A IRA is an individual retirement account. So you can be a business owner, which they have, you know, self-employed 
um, IRAs or simple IRAs. So there's different IRAs for businesses where they can have a solo 401k, but they can do that same thing. Now they can even, uh, they have the option because they control their retirement accounts. They can actually fund it with after-tax dollars if they wanted to. Um, so they, they can start that off right. Now, something that businesses can do that individuals uh, cannot do, businesses control their income a lot more than individuals because they can control when expenses are shown on their books and when they aren't. Mm -hmm. They can also purchase policies and put, um, you know, like life insurance policies or benefits for their employees. And as long as it's done fairly so that it's not non-discriminatory, which is the, the term that the IRS has, they can get a lot of tax benefits out of that. So there's a lot of things that, that businesses should explore in addition to doing Roth conversions. Well, I like the way you explained that. It makes it really much more clear than what I've heard recently. So let's get into today's question. It comes from Fred. I love that name. Who's a part of our Facebook group. Fred asks, Libel, if you have zero income coming in in the next four to five years and are filing taxes jointly and you have a very healthy 401k, what would a good tax rate to be to shoot for, for doing a Roth conversion? And I'm thinking of the reduction that would give me the RMDs in future years. Yeah, so that that is an excellent question. And, it, and it's really great that you're looking towards the future to RMDs because those required minimum distributions that Congress has attached to your traditional 401k and IRA, those are those secret taps that Congress has put in there so that they can drain it at the rate of their choosing. So although right now, maybe it'll look like you'll be in, you know, let's say the 12 to 20% uh, uh, tax bracket, come retirement time, they may say, well, you gotta increase that distribution and they may change the tax code. So your deductions are all gone, which will increase it even further. So when you are not working, right, you want to try to fill up those lower tax brackets as much as possible. So fill up that 0% tax bracket. You got the, that personal exclusion, right? Yeah, that's, you want that 20,000, 24,000, 20,000. You want to fill that up right away. And then think about the next tax bracket, that 12% to 15%, right? Is that worth filling up? What, where will you be in retirement? But definitely you want to make those strategic decisions and look at where I am today versus where I will be in the future. And, you know, kind of take a guess and say, what will be better for me? Paying the taxes now when it's close to zero or in the future where I have an unknown and it could be much higher. Wow, great answer. So what I'm hearing is that while converting this money from taxable to tax-free is the correct answer, how, how you do it might be just as important as if you do it, correct? Correct. Absolutely. All right. So when we come back, we're going to go through exactly how to think about Roth conversions and a step-by-step -step process for you to pay zero in taxes in retirement. I like that. You're listening to Libel on Fire. Thanks for listening to this episode of Libel on Fire. If you have questions about today's topic, please submit them on our Facebook group at libelonfire.com slash Facebook. And if you would like a free signed copy of Living with Financial Anxiety and Authenticity, visit libelonfire.com. Now, back to Libel on Fire.
Welcome back to Libel on Fire. And today we're talking about Roth conversions. And as we're going through Roth conversions, we want to know if you don't mind telling us what a Roth conversion is quickly. And you said conventional wisdom is to do it uh, all at once, but that might not be the right idea because it'll actually make you pay more taxes, not less. Help us about, help us with that, Libel. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. So Roth conversions um, is, in short, it's a, about timing and controlling when you pay taxes on your retirement money. If you don't do anything, Congress will determine when you have to take that money out, and it will probably not be convenient for you. And they will determine what at what rate you have to pay taxes on that money. So a Roth conversion allows you to control when you convert that pre-tax retirement money into tax retirement money. Mm-hmm. Now, when you do it as a Roth conversion, you get to, and you keep it in that Roth account rather than taking it as income, you get to continue growing that money tax deferred until you eventually use it for retirement. So as long as you leave it in that account until you're 59 and a half, at least five years from the conversion, and you use that or and then you ideally would use it for retirement, you're not going to be taxed anything further by pulling that money out. So you get to grow it tax-free, which is different than your regular brokerage account. So it's a great idea. But something that I see all the time, and this really breaks my heart to see it, is there, there is so much advice out there um, when, when you look to retirement planning. And because we're dealing with taxes and we're dealing with the tax code, and it literally changes with every administration, the right answer of what to do and when to do changes from time to time and from person to person. And so getting this decision right of when to convert your Roth and how to do it is extremely important. Now, conventional wisdom, which is driven by the media or it's driven by salespeople, they want to give you simple answers that are easy to implement. So they'll tell you, go convert it all, all at once, right? Because that is an easy to implement solution. However, it is rarely the ideal solution. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And that makes me go back to our original question. So understanding that, Libel, how and when should someone go about doing that Roth conversion? What's the correct timing? So the ideal timing is really going to be dependent on you and your life situation. But what I'm going to give you is the formula. The formula that you want to look for is to save on taxes. So we're going to have to look at our crystal ball a little bit, and we're going to have to project what our taxes are going to be in retirement. That means we're going to have to know what our expenses are going to be, We're going to have to know what our nest egg is and what the current tax laws say we're going to have to pull out for those required minimum distributions. Because all of those factors are going to tell us the required income that we're going to have to have in retirement. And once we know that number and we know what portion of our social security is going to be taxed, we can then say, oh, well, our tax rate in retirement based on the current tax code is going to be X. And we're right now at you know, the zero tax bracket or whatever tax bracket we're in. And we can decide whether converting now and paying more taxes today mm-hmm. makes sense or waiting until retirement. And so it's a little bit of a calculus. You gotta know your, your situation. But ultimately the question is, what is going to save you more on taxes, paying it now or paying it later, 
right? It's not a shot in the dark. It's fairly strategic, it sounds like. Yeah, it, it, correct. It's, it's very strategic. And you got you to gotta really think about this decision because getting it wrong means that your retirement balance is going to be cut significantly. And the rate that it grows is going to be significantly cut, right? Compounding interest is based on that initial balance. And if you're cutting it down to pay taxes, well, it has a smaller amount to grow on. So you really got to make sure it's worthwhile in the end. And if you're strategic about it, it can be a huge tax boom, save you a ton of money. If you do it wrong, it can be catastrophic. Well, we want to stay away from those uh, catastrophic instances. So we're talking with LIBOR. And so how, how do I know when the right time is to convert? Is there a right time or there's some signals that are happening in the marketplace? Do I have to pay attention to the president or to Congress as we go through? Yeah, so there, here's, here's the simple formula, right? Take your future marginal tax rate, subtract your current marginal tax rate. And if the number is positive, then you have potential tax savings. If the number is negative, then wait. And the truth is, is that it is pretty simple, right? It's people who make it complicated. If you want, I do have a guide on my website, which where I walk through step-by-step step how to do this conversion and how to know when to do it and if it's right for you. Just go to my website, yieldsforyou.com and go to the resources tab. Wow. So just as a recap, a Roth conversion is what? A Roth conversion is choosing when to pay taxes on your IRA or your 401k and converting it into what's called a Roth 401k or IRA. And then you also mentioned being strategic and st being strategic means looking at certain timing factors and those are what? You wanna look at what your current tax rate is, what your future tax rate is, and you wanna make sure there's savings. You want to try to fill up your tax brackets as much as possible so that you're not paying more in taxes than you would have to. And you want to, if we want to get a little more complicated, you want to try to do it when your balance is down and transfer in kind so that you're paying less on taxes. But that's a little more advanced that you can find in my guide. <laughs> well, uh, you know, we like advanced. And just so that I understand too, uh, it, it takes some timing. You have to really pay attention. You mentioned being really strategic when we spoke just a couple of seconds ago. Correct. You, you, you got you to gotta be very strategic about when you do this, right? Um, because again, we're trying to plan for the future. We're planning, trying to plan for the next 30 or 40 years of retirement. So you don't want to make a decision today that's going to affect you for 40 years and potentially, you know, uh, be catastrophic, right? So if you're growing, let's say you've got a hundred thousand dollars today and you need that to be, you know, 500,000 in 40 years from now so that you can live through retirement and maintain your lifestyle and maintain it after inflation, which, you know, we've seen inflation can be um, unpredictable. And so you need those assets to grow. And if you just cut that assets at the wrong time when it's not convenient for you or when it's convenient for Congress, well, then you're cutting out your legs from, from under you when it comes to retirement. Mm -hmm. What you really want to do, and you got to be careful with every decision you make in retirement because you don't have a lot of time to recover from bad decisions. So you want to look at it and say, if I make this decision today, what is my upside? What is my downside? What, what happens if I get this wrong, right? And can I live with those decisions? 
And you do you have to have a little bit of a crystal ball and say, what is the future going to be? Now, none of us really can predict the future. So it's a little bit of looking at the crystal ball. But if you if you're smart about it, right, and you're smart and you're and you are truthful to yourself of how you feel about the future, what you believe the future will be, then you'll be okay. Um, if you just take everyone's advice um, mm -hmm. that's shouting out there, well, there's 50 people saying yes for every 50 people who's saying no, and it's a sure way to end up in the poorhouse. I certainly don't want to end up there. Is there an age limit? Is it for everybody? If I'm 40, if I'm 50, and I'm listening to libel today, is the Roth conversion okay for me? The uh, Roth conversion is really about your tax situation. Um, what I will say, though, is if you're already taking required minimum distributions or you're, you're going to be doing it shortly, there's less time for that tax deferred growth for you to get the value of paying taxes up front. Um, so the question as you get closer and closer to that 72 and a half and you start taking those RMBs or if you already started taking them, then you got to really ask your, yourself the question, is it worthwhile at that point? Um, but prior to that, right there, every single year, you should be asking yourself the question, is this the year that I convert part of my pre-tax money into after-tax dollars? And that is a decision every December you should be asking yourself um, because that is how you avoid paying unnecessary taxation. Well, you said every December, and I know we're one year into a new administration. So should I be looking at the, the changes in Congress, the changes at the, the helm of the country, the president? Do those factors uh, work into the decisions that we make regarding Iraq? Yeah, absolutely. And especially uh, this current administration. Every administration puts their stamp on the tax plan, on the tax code. So they're always tinkering with it. Um, but we really have a issue right now where we've racked up this massive deficit and we've done it at a really low interest rate. So the, the question is going to be, how are we going to pay for all of these services that we are providing and that we're going to be providing um, without, um, without growing our economy dramatically and increasing our tax base? And really what's going to end up happening is that as the Federal Reserve raises interest rates, we are going to have to cut back spending and we're going to have to increase taxes in order to make up for that shortfall. Because without changing anything, all of a sudden the federal government is going to owe the uh, public and private people lots and lots of more, a uh, lot more money, a lot more interest on the debt we've incurred. And that's going to have to come from somewhere because if we don't pay that debt, then the interest keeps skyrocketing. Um, so it is just a matter of time before those taxes go up. Congress has talked about it before. They're looking at it now. Every few years, it keeps coming up of whether to do away with allowing Roth conversions, taxing your 401ks even before you take them out. So the more that you can already pay taxes on your money, the less likely they are to be able to come back and say, you have to pay taxes on it again. Um, and, and that's really the goal in retirement in life is right. Pay as little much as ta uh, in taxes as possible and increase your savings, your net worth and your ability to live on your own as much as possible. Well, if there was one thing that you'd like for me to remember this week, what would that be? Taxes, your income and your taxes is in your control. 
You have the ability to determine when and how much you earn and how much you pay in taxes. During our working years, it's a little harder. During retirement, you are 100% in control. And if you don't take the helm, Congress will take it from you. Well, we don't want Congress to take anything from me at this point other than what I'm trying to outline for them. My goodness, inflation and uh, Roth IRAs is just really interesting. Everybody, we're talking with Libel. He's on fire, of course, as he is all the time. This has been so enlightening, and I know that you're helping a lot of people as we share ideas about the Roth conversion and how to manage through that and the strategic steps that we have to go through. That's about all the time we have for today. I'm Freddie Bell with Libel Sternbach, and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode of Libel on Fire. That's all the time we have for this episode of Libel on Fire, the financial independence and retirement show dedicated to helping you build the life of your dreams. If you have questions about today's topic, please submit them in our Facebook group at libelonfire.com Facebook. And if you would like a free copy of Libel's book, Living with Financial Anxiety and Authenticity, visit libelonfire.com. Thanks for listening. Koppel Advisory Solutions is an SEC-registered investment advisor and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. All investment strategies can result in profit or loss. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussions should not be construed as any offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. Annuity guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Content should not be viewed as legal or tax advice. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation.